Hello, Beyond the Likers. We are back in the podcast studio. I'm solo at the moment because I'm going to get on a really fantastic guest. She is a girlfriend of mine, but she's also a business owner and she's somewhat of like an absolute legend amongst other mums. She had three, all roughly under the age of 13 months. I'm not sure how you do that when you've only got two arms and there's three babies, but Tegan has mastered it. Uh, She has a wicked sense of humour. She is, you know, there's just people that are your people. She is absolutely my people. She can laugh in the face of adversity. She can take the mickey out of herself. She can be self-deprecating. Doesn't take life too seriously, but she's an absolute go-getter as well. When I very first met her, she had a singing studio. Sorry, even before that, she was actually in a band. (laughs) So left field. She's She's an incredible singer. So she sings at weddings and all of that stuff. And then she was in a band. And I actually think they were touring all around the world. And then she had her own little singing studio in Sutherland. And I remember she was looking for a singing teacher. And I don't like to put this out there very often, but I can actually sing. The reason I never sing is because I also, curveball, am very shy. Wait, I'm not shy, but I I don't like performing. If I'm going to talk about myself for 30 seconds here, you put me in a room and I'm fine. I can mingle. I can introduce myself. I can have conversations with people. You put me up on stage where I have to perform or talk at people and I I crumble. I will break out in nervous sweat. I'll be headbutting cloth, very nervous. And so I just, I, I just bury that small talent of mine. I I don't even know if you would call it a talent, but I've, I've, been in choirs I've auditioned before back when I was younger and I've made it into traveling choir anyway long story short Tegan asked me if I would like to come and be one of her singing teachers and I was like fuck no um and then she was like just sing for me on the phone a few times and I remember I recorded so many times and I just I chickened out anyway I have grown incredibly fond of her I'm good friends with her husband Jason and she's just a boss woman. She just bosses life in every aspect. She's just incredible. And we're going to get her on the phone because she's just a fucking fun time. Sorry, I really got to stop swearing. Hello. Hello. (laughs) All right, we're on. We are live. We're on. We're live and loud. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Turn the music up. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Come on, people. (laughs) Welcome, Tegan Natoli. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) She's waving. She's doing the queen wave. I am. I am. I I just won an Oscar. (laughs) I'd like to thank God. No, sorry. Um, We've we've gotten off on um, a very unprofessional start. You know, this (laughs) podcast is normally very serious and very professional. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm just uh, peachy, you know. It's Kobe's birthday. Bobby's had... Oh, um, today? Yes, it was his birthday this morning. Well, today it is. (laughs) Bobby, do you... It's only this morning and his birthday's (laughs) finished now. Tonight it's over. Do your kids, does Banjo, when it's the girl's birthday, does he have meltdowns because the day isn't about him? Okay, so my kids are born one year and four days apart. Oh, yeah, we're going to touch on that. Yep. Yeah, so what I I do... 
combined. Just pretend it's all on the one day. Oh God, you're so lucky. But what I do is that they ha- the twins are first, so I say. Okay, Banjo, like we've got to share the twins' birthday with Banjo and then the twins get to share Banjo's birthday with him. So everyone gets two birthdays in one week, but no, it's not anyone's special birthday. I'm sure they'll end up having <laughs> like traumatic problems <laughs> later in life and they'll be like, I never had a birthday. I but was never celebrated as an individual. Yeah, no, none of them ever. <laughs> the, the triplets that aren't even triplets. Well, they basically are triplets, really. Yeah. Every year I have... Charlie's birthday or Kobe's birthday and the other two children are fine but Bobby he just he can't wrap his head around the fact that the day is mm. not about him and mm. and like why did he get a present and why, where's mine yeah and just he woke Kobe up this morning he'd already opened one of Kobe's presents before Kobe had even woken up out and gone <laughs> out of bed then when I tried to ask him to sit back and let Kobe open his present oh it was just a throwdown of emotions and yeah, he's um, he's it's he's, a real it's a real great time of life. It's a great time real, to be alive. He's real spirited, <laughs> that kid. <laughs> so I, you were rather heavily requested to come on. I, I'm not oh. sure. I'm not sure if it was the Christmas tree appearance down at Mona Farm. They're like, who the hell <laughs> is this absolute? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that good time dressed as a Surely Christmas she tree? Can't be real. Yes, I'm mm. real. I'm a real Christmas tree. You are a real <laughs> Christmas tree that moonlights. No, you're a real person that moonlights as a Christmas tree. <laughs> Not the other way around. <laughs> so I want to, like, obviously, you are some, you're, you're kind of like a little bit of a superhero, right? Oh, In, yeah. Well, never been called that before. I'm you are. I'm to hearing which one I am. You are. No, you're not the Hulk. You're like a sexy, like, Captain America's partner. Who's she? Oh, I like, don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's a Captain America but in a female form. Uh, you're I like, tend to tune out when my kids are watching all these shows. Marvel. I'm just immune to them all now, yeah. But you basically, you had... Twin girls. This is. I'm going to talk as if like people don't know who you are. So okay. you've, you and your husband have met. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. I really stitched him up. <laughs> Long story short, Jason, which is Tegan's husband, was a friend of mine, and then I kind of always yes. knew you from the Shire, but didn't Shire. know you. We're, you, you. We're probably related. We're we probably <laughs> related. Yeah, I've actually slept with your brother. Um, no, I haven't. Just, just kidding. Uh, he is kind of cute though. And then I, I still remember I had my birthday. It must have been my twenty. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, it was maybe my 28th birthday and we'd gone down to China wow. Doll and then Jason was there and we'd all had like his big boozy lunch and we'd got out on Jason's boat and then we'd gone back to his apartment where, remember yes. when, and I think Janie was living with him at the time? Maybe. Yes, and I remember him talking about you and he was like, mm-hmm. I'm seeing this girl Tegan and he said some. And I was probably stalking Instagram going, who's this hot bitch at this guy I'm seeing <laughs> no. <with> big tits? <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that's after I'd just had my boobs done, so I was parading them around and oh, I'd like squish them into a corset out. so I looked like Stifler's mum. So, yeah. Just you'll... so you want your new boyfriend to be hanging around. <laughs> But I was also there with Ryan. You probably hadn't put two and two together by that stage. But I remember him talking about you and mm. and then he was a bit like, oh, you know, like 
uh, she's wife material, but I don't know if I want to settle down. And I was like, bro, yeah, you so need to- she's wife you- material, so I better run in the office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, I was like, listen, you ain't getting any younger, Jason. So, mm-hmm. like, he's let's- 11 years older than me. I'm- Come on, mate. He's basically George Clooney. Like, that's how old he is, right? <laughs> He's aging gracefully. I'm sure you'll appreciate that reference. I definitely will like that reference. <laughs> I feel like that's a nice compliment. I feel like men age so much better than women. But I then, agree. But then you've gotten together and it like I could not have been happier because you oh. are just like you are a huge, huge compliment You're still to him. saved in my phone from as Amy BFF from the first day we met. I I was that at whose birthday was that? I think it was at Jason's 40th. Jason's 40th. I remember that. That's when we really bonded. Yes. And it was we, the beginning of the end. It was mm. the beginning of our, our love affair, really. Mm. And so then mm. fast forward, you've done all the courting and the sexing and all of the, all of the things and and then um, you got I'm married. I'm pretty sure that night, the night we met, you were like, hey, do you want to come to my wedding? And I was like, yes, I do. And then I was getting married a couple of months later. I'm like, do you want to come to mine? So we met and then I think the second time I met you was at your wedding and the third time we met each other was at my wedding. Oh, my God. I remember, and I'm pretty sure I was. I remember being at your hen's party and being the drunkest there. And then at your wedding, I was pregnant, and I was the yes. soberest. Shame and, on you. Yeah, and Ryan mm. had gastro and had the bum squirt. So oh, like the two of us were just that night was. <laughs> the two of us were just the most boringest Glad people you at your wedding. That invitation, yeah, that it was, was a great time. It was still a fantastic wedding. You looked phenomenal. <laughs> Rain, hail, or shine? <laughs> yeah, literally. Piss. Rain, hail, and shine. And so you've you've gotten married, and you've become yes. husband and wife, and then oh, yes. you've decided to procreate. Yeah. Well, we we were kind of trying. Like we we was kind of trying it like pretty quick off the mark after we met. I must yeah. say. Yep. Just tried to trap him in, you know. Yeah. Lock like him down. You trying yep. to trap me? I'm like, um, I'm pretty sure you're a willing participant. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, yeah, so then we just, like, did a quick wedding, like, yep. got that over and done with pretty yep. fast. And then off? we're both really impatient. So yeah. I think we've been kind of trying for about a year and we're like, look, this isn't happening. So, like, two months after we got married, we went and saw a fertility specialist yep. and did IVF. Yes. So literally got two for the price of one and our <laughs> embryo split and we got twins. Did they put only one egg in? Yeah, so one embryo, like I think, you know, twins are really common with IVF because yeah. sometimes more so in the past, they don't do it as much anymore, but they might put, you know, two embryos in and hope that one might take. And in yes. some you know, some cases, both do. But in our case, we just put one in. Yep. And uh, Jason had always wanted twins. I'm like, oh. bro, we can't even get one at yeah. the moment. So, like, <laughs> let's, let's just try, let's just aim for again. one. Let's just, and then we were at our six week scan and she, the lady was like, are you sure you only put one in? And I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. And then she's like, well, you guys must have had sex during – there's a, a period during IVF where you're not meant yes. to have intercourse because you might fall pregnant naturally and then you might fall pregnant with IVF and have that's another version of like, like twins. Yep. And I'm like, no, we didn't. And she's like, well, you must have because there's two heartbeats. And I'm like, no, <laughs> we didn't. Like I'm pretty sure I know. Yeah. And so, yeah, there were two heartbeats and oh. I like hit Jason so hard. I'm like, oh, my God, you did this with your mind. You, d- you manifested and- this. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, then we had, um, yeah, identical twin girls. I'll never forget your pregnancy with those twins. 
Our, our cankles were in challenge with one another. You know what, though? At least you had the excuse that you were growing two babies. I was only growing one fetus and I my legs rivaled yours. Our toes, <laughs> fucked. Oh, they looked like toddler toes. Yours went viral, didn't they? Your feet? Yeah, because I posted my feet on Christmas Day, which was, what, about a week before I gave birth to them. Yes. Um, and, like, two days before I got admitted to hospital with preeclampsia. Yes. But I posted a picture of my toes saying Merry Christmas, <laughs> like, after spending the whole day with my feet up with ice packs on them. And, oh, oh I think I had some foot fetish people coming my way, oh, but not yeah. for all the wrong reasons, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm like, you guys, foot, foot people, you know, if that's your thing, that's your thing, but... Like fat, swollen, tangle yeah. feet. You guys are sickos. When I announce this podcast, I'm going to use the photo of your the foot photo. to announce mm. it. Yeah. Yes, I'll send it to you. I'll put yeah. my I'll put my little club foot up there, and we can have like a <laughs> chubby a, foot a, off, a cankle off. <laughs> it's not a vibe, but thank God they've uh, re unswollen, re unswollen. Yeah. That's Actually, I was just trying on shoes this morning, and I'm like, oh. 39, I was like, oh, no, still a tight squeeze. <laughs> 40, I'm like, oh, still no, okay. suppose oh. I've got a foot two sizes bigger than I used to. Do you really? Yeah, like I've still got fat feet. Like obviously the ankles have deflated a bit, but a lot yeah. of women find that they are a size or two bigger after pregnancy if they've yeah. had the foot problem, you know? Well, that makes sense because I was always a seven and now I find myself reaching for a size eight in all of my mm. shoes. So yes. yeah, you're onto something there. There you go. So you've had your beautiful twin girls, yes. Indiana and Samara. Yes. And then I'll never actually forget because you were the one Yes. That scared the bejeebas into me. Yep. You know, we don't chat often on the phone, but this one call. I don't even I know why we would talk. Head. I know. I don't, I don't know, but you called me and I was like, God, I just got so dizzy. I nearly passed out. And you go, oh, you're pregnant. Yeah. And this was five months. The, the twins were five months old. Yes. And I was thinking to myself, oh, God, no, I'm not. Like, yeah, That's you tried so naturally silly. for a whole year. Yeah, and two didn't years. Fall we were having unprotected sex. No way. I've got, like my babies are only five months old. Yep. So I did a pregnancy test and I was six weeks pregnant. Wow. So I'd fallen pregnant on my first like Bang. twin mum gone wild out. Like yeah. went to a wedding, got smashed, came home, had probably the first sex since having twins and, yep. like, you know, had a great time and fell pregnant naturally. I remember that <sighs> phone call because you were like, oh, yeah. I feel a bit nauseous. And I was like, oh, babes, like, you're – you're 100% pregnant. And you were like, absolutely not. Like, and then Jack after I got off the phone to you, I'm like, actually, because you know when you have a baby, you don't know, like my periods come back pretty fast, but I'm like, oh, I don't know when, what's due. And I'm like, actually, I think it has been a while. And then it was when my mother-in-law, who is an amazing Italian woman who cooks like the most phenomenal food, I remember she put dinner down in front of me one night and I wanted to vomit in my mouth. And I was oh. like, Oh, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. Oh, my God. <laughs> so how old were the girls when Banjo was born? So they turned one yeah. on the 3rd of January and four days later I gave birth to Banjo. Oh, <laughs> so my... he's born on the 7th. Yeah. So you had three small children under 13 yeah. months. Like the and... twins weren't even walking yet. So that's yeah. what blows my mind. Like obviously when I was in it, I'm like in like adrenaline f flight mode, you know, yep. you're just doing it because you, you've got to. But when I look back at photos, because yep. of course I remember none of it, but yeah. when I look back at photos, I'm like, oh, my God, I had two babies 
and then or, a like newborn. they were babies and i think yeah. in my head you know i imagined them as like five-year-old toddlers or whatever but they were just little one-year-olds and, and then yeah oh and a newborn. and you you needed an extra set of arms like you physic and because jason you know has his own company and you know was working to support you guys oh my so- god he literally was at a concrete pour the morning of my birth <laughs> with the twins like i'm like babe as long as you're there by 11 that would be really helpful thank you so yes. much <laughs> yeah how did you so, do it how did you do three children so when when i had banjo i did get a live-in nanny and it's so funny oh you'd need to yeah because i had three blobs like the twins weren't walking <laughs> yeah. i lived in a very very silly silly house that was the most like <laughs> seven child friendly stairs, yep. the steepest driveway yeah, so for the first year after having Banjo, we did have a live-in nanny, which is so funny that people assume, oh, you're so rich. I'm like, no, I can't afford <laughs> daycare for three children yeah. or this at the same time. Not that I'm going to put a newborn into daycare. But, yes. um, yeah, over morning, like I always did the nights, which I'm fine doing. I was always fine doing the nights. Yep. But during the day, yeah, we'd usually tag team. So, like the nanny would take the twins to the park and I'd have Banjo. And then as they got a little bit older – you know, I'd spend some time with the twins yes. and, the, you know, take them out and about and she'd be at home with the sleeping baby, you know. Oh, you just so. – I, I didn't have a nanny and I definitely didn't have three under 13 months. But I remember even when Kobe was born, Charlie was like three and a half – or three and yeah. eight months and Bobby was just 18 months old or whatever, however old he was, 22 months. I I got a mother's helper in uh, on yeah. – she would just come from five till seven, which was like shit show hour. And Because, yeah. like, Kobe would just kick off. And I was like, I can't, I'd have to breastfeed him. and uh, But at the same time, yeah, I'd like, have to cook dinner. I just couldn't do it. I could not it's do so it. so funny. My, kid, my kids say to me now, like if I've got three of them asking me for something, I'm like, what am I not? And they'll go, an octopus. Like I've said to them so much, I am not an octopus. And like now they, I'm like, what am I not? They're like, you're not an octopus. I'm like, that's right. I've only got two hands. Just oh. give me a minute. I'll get to it. And but, that, yeah, especially in that newborn stage, if you've got a little tiny baby attached to you, you're like, oh, it's logistically impossible. Also, just on top of that, because and this is where the superhero status comes in, because not only do you have three small children as well as running a household and trying <laughs> to keep all four of you alive, as well as your fourth child, your husband, because they're all children, really. Um, <laughs> you also have your own business. <laughs> yes. Just to but fucking add funny? to it. No, I feel like people say that as though it's like, oh, you're wonderful. But really, to be, I'm really quite selfish because that's like my, your that's outlet. my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, especially when the kids were young, that would be like, your escape. Because obviously I was working. Yeah. But I'd be like, oh, I've got to go pop into work or I've got to go run past the shop. Like, and it was like my time out. So oh. I love it. And I feel privileged that I get to do it because in that, in you know, in, for the last four years, it's been something other than parenting, which has been a huge relief. Yeah. Oh, listen, I 1 million percent understand. And I only can say that I understand that now because mm-hmm. now, because I did five years stay at home mumming. And oh, yeah. 
Oh. See, that to me is my hero. Like people go, oh, you're oh, so wonderful. No. You work and you raise three kids. I'm like, no, stay-at-home mums to me are like, my. you guys are the best. Like oh, I listen, don't even know how I, that happens. I'm not even here trying to peacock. I just, <laughs> Look, I, let's, just, I, let's just have a compliments party. I know. I'm absolutely not trying to peacock at all. I, I just didn't know any different. But mm. now that I am on the other side and, you know, the both of our boys go to preschool three days a week and I've started to get my life back and, you know, I've started to do little things for myself with my own work so I've, I come into the podcast and I write for the latch yeah. and I create the content and I've got my own little jobs going on like little purpose outside of parenting a bit yeah. of purpose and a bit of something that you know stimulates my mind and I can have adult conversations and stuff like that now that I have that outlet I'm like holy shit is it nice like I and I, I've said to Ryan so many times I I just can't do stay-at-home mumming anymore like I've done my yeah. years I've done my time but I, yeah. I cannot do it anymore. And it's funny because I feel like half of the guilt of that is like, oh, don't wish it away. Like, you know, the twins start school next year and, you know, there's part of me that's like, oh, my gosh, like this is it. They start school and then they're school kids, you know. And But I, like, at the, in the same sense, I don't think I did wish it away because no the time I had with my kids, I, you know, I had with my kids. Absolutely. And, you and know, it's all about a bit of balance for and, me. That's and, how I made it work. And to be honest – them starting school, it's six hours during the day. You still get four hours in the morning and five hours at nighttime with them. Like they're it's not, not boarding going, school. They're not going to boarding school. You are going to see them probably for longer than what More. they are at school. I school know. hours are shit, man. Like the day just flies. You drop. I drop mm-hmm. Charlie off, and and because of the hours of school, that's basically all my boys do. Like I drop Charlie off at school, and then I drop the boys off at preschool, and then I pick Charlie up and pick the pick the boys up because I'm not fucking going back and like. Out and back and out and back and out yeah. and back. It so, just ends up being a t- you become the Uber, don't you? Once they start school, I, I and am, then it's after school activities, and then oh no, you know, and morning time swimming and kids' birthday parties. See, I love a kids' birthday party. Oh. <laughs> like it occupies my children. Listen, I don't mind them. There's just a lot when you start when they start school. When you have seven on one day. I have like three most weekends. So wow. it's, it's a lot. I was going to ask you the question, what do you find harder, like having three children under 13 months or owning your own business? But I think you've already answered that. Oh, my gosh, absolutely the kids. Like, And it's so funny because, you know, I've always had businesses. Like I've loved I, – I love being busy. Like I grew yes. up wanting to be a singer, so I've travelled the world. Like I feel like I've attempted some pretty like you've challenging so things much. in my life. Yes. But being a mum. Yes. And having kids is hands down the hardest thing I've ever done. Oh. Not complaining about it, but this is why I'm saying like, you know, me having a business, for me, that's a privilege and I, I love to do that and yep. it's a choice that I make and I love that I'm able to do it. But mums <laughs> deserve more credit. Like you you have, you have, get thrown in the deep end. You don't have to do one year of study for that stuff. Like you don't oh, have a degree, a certificate. Like there should be There's no manual. At least. <laughs> exactly. You're like, yep. you're crying because I gave you an ice cream and you're crying because it's cold. Like I don't know what to do here. <laughs> but... It's more just like the the everyday challenges of, and sometimes like you you st- you find yourself reasoning, and you stand there going, "Am I like, am I reasoning about the ice cream being too cold? Like, what has my life become? Where, how did but, I get here? Know, yeah, every day's a new day, I suppose. Like, oh, oh I, I you know, I I do drink every day, but I'm like, <laughs> oh. 
treat myself <laughs> to surviving another day. Mate, I am right there with you. I do love a wine, partial to a wine, and I think a lot of mums are. I get it. Ch- Kobe had a meltdown this morning because the jumper that I put on him didn't have a hoodie attached, and I had a hoodie on my dressing gown, and he was just You horrible mother, you. I, yeah. I, I am the You worst. should have known better. You should have known better. And stay-at-home mumming, it is a relentless beast. It's very rewarding and there's very there's loads of love, but it is a relentless beast and there's not a lot of breaks and it's a 24-hour job. Yeah, and you know what? The biggest thing my husband and I, it took him a while to learn, is yeah. that even on holidays, like mums oh. don't get holidays on holidays. Don't get me wrong. We appreciate our holidays. We love yep. creating memories and the time, you know, and seeing lovely places. But yeah. if you're holidaying with kids, like Jason's like, why can't you relax? I'm like, because I'm just still doing the same thing I do every day. Like this isn't a holiday you're- for me. Like this is my normal day, but actually in a place that it doesn't have all the stuff I need exactly. and, you know, the kids haven't slept properly because they're in your beds, whatever. But, you know. I know. Holidays sometimes are worse, to be honest, because you just don't have <laughs> all of your normal stuff and the routine goes out the window and it's actually Yeah, and whatever toy you brought for them, it's, it's not- the wrong one and they want the one that's at home. Okay? They really are. Really? And mums are the best. But also, please give your give your business a, a shameless plug, please. Bump Day Spa. Bump day spa yes i I have had many a pregnancy massage there Mm, because you've basically been pregnant for five years pregnant for a decade but the masseuses is that a word masseuses massage therapist yeah let's go go with massage therapists uh (laughs) that you have both in your double bay salon as well as the cronulla are like angels with the hands of zeus they are incredible and you've just opened one up in brisbane yes one in brisbane in fortitude valley as well so (gasps) if you're up there queensland mamas and we're not just for pregnant or postnatal so you can get a lovely facial or massage or package as well if you're not pregnant okay um all right i know you've got a blow dry a blow up i will let you go Uh, thank you so much for joining us well thank you insight into tig's life that's what we that's also what we call her not just christmas tree into the memories that i that I don't have into all the parts that I actually can't really quite remember. And we'll put up um, some cute little photos of our feet um, just to show how oh, really glamorous yeah. we were as pregnant ladies. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag glamorous. Glamours. All right, my love. Thank you. Enjoy <laughs> Thank your you. blow dry and I'll I chat will. to you soon. All right, babe. <laughs> Bye, honey. Bye. 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 As you can see, she is a laugh a minute. I don't know. Is that a thing? Laugh a minute? Laugh and laugh a minute. She has just such a good, positive, uplifting energy about her. She is the type of person that you just want to be around. So that's a little insight into her life. I mean, I always try and think like, oh, what can people take away from this podcast? And whilst (laughs) probably wasn't a lot of insight into what you can take away, it's just more that her and I both recognize that mums, they're the tits, right? They really are. We do it all. We juggle we juggle it all and we wear many hats and we're kind of the jack of all trades, potentially not ever the master of any. I feel like we're the master of being mums, but then we just juggle so much stuff. Being a wife, you know, fucking staying on top of the housework, potentially having a small business, working part-time, working full-time, just just being all over it. Um, we really don't give women enough credit, to be honest. And on top of that, even the ones that go through IVF to just get to get the children, like we are top birds, you know. 
you get my drift. You get where I'm going with this. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to Tegan. She is a legend. She's very funny. She does a few podcasts. She does a podcast with my girlfriend, Lee, This Glorious Little Mess, which is a parenting podcast. They do. They share loads of parenting tips. So have a listen to their podcast too. Give her a follow on Instagram. She's a hoot. She used to do these cooking little stories. Also very funny. Hopefully she saved them in her highlights. And I'll share a beautiful photo of our of our beautiful cankles when we were pregnant, just so you know that um, if you two are retaining a lot of fluid in your pregnancy, you are not alone. And I promise you, it will seep out of your pores after you've given birth. So have a fantastic week or weekend whenever you are listening to this, and I will chat to you guys next week. Bye for now. Mwah.